0: Hey, everybody, welcome as always to Green Talk Radio from greenlivingideas.com. This is your host, Sean Daly. Today, we're going to be talking about America's addiction. No, not that addiction, that's oil. This is the addiction to paper, both at home and in our businesses, especially in business. People are addicted to printing, as my guest puts it, addicted to the print button. <laughs> and so, What we need to do as a country and as a world is to learn to not print, to give over, to change that paradigm, Uh, and this has been quite a struggle. So my guest to talk to me about that is Renee Thomas. She's the director of field marketing for a company called Esker, and Esker is a company that started in 1985 as a software consulting company based in France and has since expanded into several continents. Uh, I'll let her tell you the rest, so I'm just going to go ahead and start and welcome you, Renee, to the program today.
1: Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me today.
0: Well, it's our pleasure. Yeah. Go ahead, please continue.
1: I was just going to say, as you pointed out, um, we're, we're a worldwide company, and we are in, this, in the business of helping other companies get over this addiction that you mentioned. And um, you know, we help them do that through a, a technology that um, you know helps them to automate a lot of the flow of the documents that, that today they're handling manually. But it's not really as simple as all that. I mean, there's a lot more to it. Um, there's a lot behind that addiction, and that's what you know. I'm hoping we can talk a little bit about today.
0: Well, definitely. Well, let's just start right there. I mean, why, why, why is it? If, I mean, I'm I'm sort of asking you to be a psychologist in in a way now. But <laughs> why are why is particularly in America? Why are we in the business world so addicted to paper?
1: You know, I think it's I think it's something that's just evolved over time and kind of stuck with people. Uh, you know, especially in the business world. Um, I think that paper. Uh, holds a sense of security for people um, you know we've obviously moved to a lot of uh, documents that are maintained electronically email of course so prevalent um, but you know if you walk into any business environment right now you are going to find um, file cabinets you're going to find stacks of paper on people's desks you're going to find people running to and from their printer um, you know it is very prevalent and I think that um, that it is, this people um, feel a certain sense of security when they can hold a physical um, invoice or, or document in their hand. Uh, so I think I think it's that sort of thing that's just kind of evolved over time. And um, the other thing that I think that um, has kept us addicted, in in a matter of sense, especially again in the business world, is that um, a lot of our business practices haven't really kept up. Um, you know, a lot of companies are, of course, very focused with. Um, you know, whether it's um, production technologies and things like that. But what's gone untouched for quite some time is the back office, uh, you know, the back office where um, the billing is happening and where customer service is operating and uh, where orders are being processed. And those tend to be the areas that are last touched but hap- happen to be the most hampered by paper. Um, and, and it's in those cases where it's actually those those status quo business processes that keep the companies addicted to paper when, when maybe in some cases employees and individuals don't want to be anymore.
0: It's almost like there's a sense that it's not real until it's in paper form.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. I think that people, um, you know, will look at something online, but you know, they just they do, as I <laughs> as I've said, have that addiction to just hit print so that they can just kind of have it um, sit on their desk. Maybe that helps them remember the document or something like that um but yeah i think that um that does help them feel like it's a little bit more real, or some sort of reminder. I'm, I'm not sure.
0: And, and lest I be, lest I be disingenuous here, I'm going to say that I am one of, am guilty as charged in certain things. Like for example, when I'm doing these podcast interviews, I very much like to have everything in front of me. And though I do have a dual monitor display, and I can get a lot on the screen, I'm balancing between websites and, and software to do podcast recording and all kinds of things, and it's it's hard. I don't have enough real estate to do it. So I will print. It's on recycled paper or office paper that we've you yeah. know used. Scraps, but still, you know, I am. I am still have. I admit my own addiction, to, to continued addiction to paper. So, you know, it, this fascinates me. I'm also curious if you agree with me on this. One of the things I, I come from a technology background, and one of the things that I saw in the tech industry and, and have started to see get better lately, but still is a problem is the lack of systems that are well integrated, reliable, and affordable for being able to get off the paper which really means from my standpoint uh for example in this office when when we get in documents in paper form to be able to easily scan them quickly by the way quickly and easily scan them into a system that we can then have reliable retrieval and quick retrieval of is sort of you know the the old bill gates thing of information at your fingertips which i don't think has really happened in, in a lot of ways but but there's that dream of this the integrated system the products that do it Where are we in that sort of, that curve?
1: We've actually come uh, quite a ways and I think you probably remember um, you know, this this concept of a paperless office has been around for a long time and I would say that 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 concept probably did come about a little bit before some of the technology was maybe really ready. Um, But what we find today is the the technology is out there for sure. You mentioned scanning, uh, you mentioned connecting systems, Um, that's that's already, there, there are a lot of solutions out there that, that can do that for companies, whether it's helping them automate workflow without the need to ever, have a, ever having print a document. Um, you mentioned the imaging or scanning of documents. Those documents can then be automatically fed into a workflow to keep, you know, so that instead of, um, you know, someone manually walking a document around for signatures, for instance, that that will all happen through an automatic uh, workflow process. Uh, electronic archiving is very prevalent, um, uh, and and again, it, it, what is important in a lot of these cases, though, is the integrations between systems, or to find a solution that can handle several of these different steps all within one solution, that can be helpful as well so that you have less integration points. I think the thing that for companies is a is a big struggle is that a lot of times companies get good at managing... The paper electronically once it comes into their company. So once they get it into their company, or they're generating it from within their company, they can they can manage it. But that's not reality, um, or that's not the end of it really. Um, companies, when they're operating, they're getting documents and orders from all sorts of other companies, and those documents are coming in in a variety of ways: some email, some fax, whatever. Um, and the company has to manage that incoming flow of documents. Um, so they're, they're kind of at a, at a standstill right there of how do they get all of those different types of documents and data and information and get, them, get all of that into the systems uh, where maybe they do have a good process and workflow already in place. The same comes into play when you've got all those systems internally working nicely, but then you have to send documents outside of your company. So you have to send acknowledgments, or or reminders, or collection notices, and things like that. The ability to automate the outbound transmission of those documents as well is is can be a struggle for companies. So I think it's a bit of an education process for companies to realize that there are more and more solutions out there now to help bridge those gaps, um, integrate those systems, and really make it very seamless for them to accept and deliver documents. uh, Really. Um, from the minute they're generated from a partner all the way to them sending it out to maybe a customer or another vendor.
0: So it sounds to me like really what we're talking about is the requirement and then the challenge I suppose for most organizations is getting that sort of top to bottom commitment from everyone in the company to, uh, you know, and it certainly takes a top level commitment to to make the purchases of the, the hardware and the software and implement as standard business practice the processes behind going completely paperless. Uh, and And you mentioned it 's interesting you mentioned the outside vendors it 's like and even if you get that under control, you still will have to have a facility for dealing with the influx of out al- out al- uh, inbound paper from outbound or outside sources. Now it's interesting. I know there are, there have been some companies that I've read about where they have literally implemented practices. And I'm trying to. It's a, one of them is a very big company. It's either it's either Apple or Microsoft or, or somebody like this. And it's blank. I'm blanking on it right now. But they they insist that nothing can come into the company that is not electronically generated. Uh, so the only way you're allowed to send them information is, for example, by facsimile, which will get generated into. Um, You know, if a fax-based system, it's going to be electronic. And, you know, they're literally just not not even accepting paper. Um, Are you seeing a lot of companies that are kind of taking those sort of steps to encourage uh, these processes?
1: Yeah, we are with our customers. And, in fact, um, our customers come with us sometimes with two different um, stories. You know, sometimes they'll come to us and they'll say, um, for instance, you know, our they'll say our our um, customers don't want to receive our paper invoices anymore, and we're like, oh, that's great. <laughs> you know, we can help you with that. Um, and in some cases, then we've got customers who, who do want to be um, the ones kind of pressuring outward and saying, hey, you know, don't don't send us don't send us this stuff anymore in, in physical copies. You know, we want to get it electronically. And we so we work with companies on both ends. So, you know, our our kind of personal dream is that, you know, we can kind of get that, that whole chain or that whole cycle demanding things electronically. And, uh, and everybody will be better off that way.
0: Yeah, and, you know, in addition to, uh, there's obvious green benefits here. Uh, you know, we're, we're reducing waste, we're killing fewer trees, you know, all of these things are good. Um, but there's also, I, I can speak from the level to which we've implemented these practices, is it, it's, it's also a lot easier, uh, you know, to deal with information when it's in electronic form because most likely that is how you're going to use it regardless of the department. You're going to take it, you're going to email it, you're going to take it, you're going to fax it back out to somebody uh, ho- hopefully to an electronic fax recipient on the other end or whatever it is but but really ultimately it's it's a lot more difficult example my bookkeeper comes in a couple days a week when she's not here she has her own filing system it's a good filing system i still don't know where anything is so you know i mean you know i'm calling her every time like where is this paper you know this this document and but but when and we we do have electronic systems in place in, in email and file systems and so when things are there, which is the majority of it now, I, I know exactly where to go, I don't have to call her, I know how things are sorted, and it's just a lot. And plus I don't have to leave my desk to do it, nor, nor does anybody else in, in the company. So it seems to me just even from a purely, once you've embraced this and done it wholesale, it, it really uh, creates a, a much more convenient and efficient environment to, to do business in. Yeah, and,
1: and you know, um... the the initial thought is, oh, there's going to be a lot of resistance to this change and things like that. But, you know, what we find, we find that um, when it gets down to, like, let's use the example of a customer service representative, um, you know, we find that they do embrace this because they realize just how inefficient it is when they get a phone call from a customer who asks about a document that was sent or an invoice or an order, and that person actually has to call that person back you know, they they can't they can't put their fingers on the document while they're sitting there. They have to take all the information, put down the phone, go find it. You know, whether it's in a, a file cabinet or maybe it's something that hasn't even been processed yet, so it's actually sitting in a pile on somebody's desk. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's you know what they you know, what we see with a lot of those end users is that they welcome this change because they know that that's inefficient, yeah. um, it, and, the, and the beauty of being able to keep a customer right there on the phone and say, I'm just going to pull this up for you real quick and, and actually I can, you know, re, re-email it to you right here while we're speaking and, and that sort of thing. So it can really um, help a, a customer's ability or a company's ability to just be very responsive to customers, uh, very on top of things. And again, for those people who are executing those jobs, um, it can be such, such a more seamless job and more rewarding. They can spend more time working with that customer on the phone um, and maybe answering additional questions rather than running around the office trying to find a piece of paper.
0: Well, we're going to take a break right here and we will be right back with Renee Thomas. She's the director of field marketing for Esker. They are a maker of uh, process automation systems for helping you quit your paper addiction. And we'll be right back on Green Talk Radio.
1: Listen to Living Green, Effortless Ecology for Everyday People, a weekly online audio program featuring champions of sustainable living at personallifemedia.com. Hey,
0: everybody. We're back. This is Sean Daly with Green Talk Radio talking today about quitting the paper addiction at home and in the office. And I'm talking on that topic with Renee Thomas, who's the director of field marketing for ESKER. Renee, before the break, uh, we were just talking about the problem here and the challenge of, of businesses quitting their paper addictions and people in general. Um, I'm curious, what are some of the talk, talking on the business side? What are some of the common mistakes that businesses tend to make that that lead to paper waste in the first place?
1: Well, I think uh, one, one of the things, things that immediately comes to mind is just status quo. You know, for a lot of companies, it's it is easier just to kind of let these things or processes just roll the way they are today. Um, And a lot of times the reason that that they, I guess, justify that a little bit in their mind is they haven't really thought all the way through what the impact, the business impact is of all of that paper. So, you know, taking into account not just the cost of the paper, um, but as we uh, just talked a minute ago, um, you know, in terms of the inefficiency of responding to customer requests, uh, things like that. Uh, that that make them actually harder to do business with. You know when you start to kind of um, kind of play out that picture of what the paper is doing to your company, um, it's it's more than just a small nuisance. Uh, and And so I think what companies don't do is they don't take the time to think that all the way through about how that can you know bubble up to affecting their competitive advantage in their in their industry. Uh, I, I know it sounds a bit dramatic. Um, but definitely, we have customers who come to us who are looking to improve just that. Um, they're looking to to figure out how can we serve our customers faster, how can we serve our top customers better, and you know, getting rid of a lot of this paper waste can do that. So, so I think it's about you know companies taking the time to think through what it really means to the business. We talked before, and I do believe that another mistake that businesses make is by not investing in these back office processes. Um, these are the processes that, that produce and, and rely on most of this transactional-type paper that, that's generated. Um, and, and by not connecting the systems, by not investing, upgrading, um, pursuing new technology, they're really missing out on an opportunity uh, to, to, to not only get rid of the paper, but to just make themselves easier to do business with,
0: it's so true. You know, I think we've all had the experience of the, the the different ranges on the spectrum of good and bad in this area that we're discussing right now. And it's it's something when you talk to a company on a phone, you talk to a customer service rep or a sales rep, and they know, you know, they can pull up everything related to your account instantly, seamlessly. They don't need to refer you to three other people in the company. You can just you can feel the effects of that well designed system. Uh, on, on that end, or whether a business partner end or a customer end, and it does—at it, least on me—it makes a huge impression.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really gives you an, a nice impression that that company's got it all together. And you know, if you're depending on whatever type of business you're doing with them, you just feel a lot more confident um, that, that, they, that the correspondence and the information you're 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 sending to them. Is actually getting somewhere, so it's, it it can make you know give your customers a nice sense of confidence.
0: Yeah, not not so good when you have to say, well, I'm going to have to talk to Charlie in the shop about that. <laughs> He's got the invoice. I don't know where it was on his desk uh, yesterday. Let me go see if we can find that. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't really fly in today's uh, economy and business world.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And, and, and what's nice, I think, too, is that there's, these technologies are becoming available to smaller companies, not just the large companies, and, and that's, that's one of the changes. That's
1: absolutely true. A, a lot of these uh, technologies, um, you, know, you can just use bits and pieces um, you know, for maybe um, something that's particularly painful for you. Um, another nice thing, um, and this is something we offer to our customers as well, is offering these technologies in the form of a service, and um, you know, that's particularly interesting to small and medium businesses. Uh, to where they can, you know, really just uh, pay for what they use in essence um, and, and not really even have to um, maintain uh, the, the infrastructure uh, or, or pay for things that they're really not getting out of. So, you know, that's, that's another huge advantage um, for, for the small and medium business.
0: Now, you've worked with a lot of these businesses and organizations that try to quit paper like this. What, what are some of the challenges or issues that people can expect they might run into when, when they try to go this way?
1: Well, you know, we we did talk a little bit about just dealing with the people. I mean, there there definitely is. You know, we do find that people are are quick to to come around and embrace the changes of of uh, going from dealing with a process where they were shuffling a lot of paper to now looking at screens and and uh, validating information that's captured on, on, a, on a computer screen. Um, but you know, there definitely still is some change management that has to has to be undertaken. I think that. Um, one of the things um, that is a challenge, again, is getting those users on board. What we've seen are some, some organizations do well that we have is they get the users involved. They bring the users to the meetings that we have with them to understand what is your current process today, exactly how do you do the things that you do today in that manual format so that we can kind of help to automate that. So I think that, you know, that, that a challenge, um, but it actually can yield very nice results, is to get that end user involved and you will go a long way toward making them um, become more owners of the process and embrace the change.
0: Great. Well, we're going to take one more quick break right here, one last break, and then we're going to come back. And I would like to get from you some tips about uh, how specifically businesses can reduce their paper consumption. So we'll be right back on Green Talk Radio. We're talking on quitting the paper addiction with Renee Thomas. She's the director of field marketing for Esker. We'll be right back.
1: Listen to Living Green, Effortless Ecology for Everyday People, a weekly online audio program featuring champions of sustainable living, at personallifemedia.com. Hey
0: everybody, this is Sean Daly with Green Talk Radio. We're back. We're talking on quitting the paper addiction with Renee Thomas, Director of Field Marketing for Esker, their document automation specialists. Renee, I said that I was going to ask you, I want to put you on the spot a little bit here. I would like to get some tips. We always like to leave our listeners with specific tips that they can take away to their, you know, in their homes or businesses that they can use uh, in this case to become truly paperless. Can you help uh, our listeners out there with some tips on reducing paper consumption?
1: Sure. Um, first in talking about just um, the paper consumption that results as, as a part of business processes that are not optimized that's the first place that I think companies can go, where they can get really the the biggest um, bang for their buck, so to speak. Um, so leveraging technologies, doing the research, finding out what's new out there in terms of how you can bring different systems together, how you can um, you know just kind of complete that flow of electronic electronic managing of those documents from the time they come into your company to the time that they leave your company. So. You know, I, would, I would encourage companies to, to do their research and find out what's out there because there have been a lot of improvements and there are a lot of uh, really um, interesting technologies that can, that can help quite a bit. Um, I would say that another thing would be to make sure that uh, companies are requesting of other companies to um, send them electronic documents. And as, as more and more people start asking, um, you know, systems will have to be put in place to, to meet those demands. Uh, another way would just be to, to make it part of an overall business process improvement in the company. So whether or not you have initiatives to just streamline processes, make getting rid of paper part of that overall initiative. I think that um, from an individual standpoint, I think that companies need to really raise the visibility and it has to be done uh, you know at management levels in terms of things that aren't acceptable you know in terms of um, you know, Printing copies of um, certain things, printing and distributing reports that could be easily sent electronically—you know—that has to come down from a top management uh, perspective. Um, and and I think one of the most important things that I think will help, that that does help from the individual standpoint as well as people embracing new business processes, is to have some fun with it. Um, and that's what we've tried to do with the whole concept of quitting paper. You know it. You know we're just trying to have a good time with it, and we're trying to get people to tell absurd stories of of of, of how you've worked with paper in crazy ways. And we have customers who offer these different stories to us. We have um, customers as well who are putting up posters, they're they're doing internal campaigns just to have a good time and say, let's let's stop this silliness. you know we can we can do things a better way, help our business, and help the environment." So I think having fun with it really gets people on board in a non-threatening way, and in the end, uh, the business will be much better off.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, it, it definitely only works if you get people, everyone involved. And so it's really, it seems that the responsibility of, of management in these companies to to do, as you said, I like the idea of having fun with it. And I think that we're in the right climate now uh, for people to, uh that was an unfortunate pun, like as in climate change, but I was thinking more in terms of the business, uh, the climate with regards to wanting to be more uh, sustainable in terms of business practices, everybody wanting to be greener, both at home and at work and in life in general. It's the right time to do this and uh, to sort of gently uh, not shame, uh, you know, ourselves for using paper, but to sort of say, hey, it's time to make this change. Let's be the generation that changes the metaphor, that changes the paradigm, that changes from paper because it's really left over from uh, it's really, you know, very old. I mean, we're going back, you know, to the invention of paper. We have not changed that paradigm and uh, we have an opportunity as a society now to, uh, to to be the ones that change that.
1: I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And, and and like I said, I think getting people involved, and you mentioned um, the, the times right now that we have, a lot of people are focused on the environment, and they are willing to make change in their organization to help. I mean, I think it's just, you know, a great, um, you know, it's a great bandwagon to get on. I mean, this is one we should be proud to get on. And um I think, uh, again, having fun with it and getting people on board and having them contribute their ideas on, on how to help is, is a great thing too.
0: I want to make one cross-reference here before we sign off too, that uh, in in the situation where you have no choice but to print, we prefer that you don't print, but things to consider would also include putting, uh, asking people to consider the environment uh, in, their, in your email signature. I see this a lot these days uh, before they print the email. That's one way to communicate this out. And if you absolutely have to print, I recommend and listening to a different uh, podcast, another Green Talk podcast episode that's from a company called Green Print Software that deals on a different end of this issue, which is when you have to print, conserving and not getting all those extra pages that occur uh, with your average print job because of sort of the widows and orphans that occur in print jobs, and it consolidates that. So very cool software. Take a look. It's Green Print Software. You'll find it on the greenlivingideas.com site. But for today, we're talking about quitting the paper addiction completely. My guest has been Renee Thomas. She's the director of field marketing for for Esker, you can find them online at www.esker.com. Renee, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you, Sean.
0: Thanks as always to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at GreenLivingIdeas.com.
1: Find more great shows like this on Personallifemedia.com.